could get awkward. Wait, those are wait. Did you? (laughs) (laughs) This could get. Oh, I did it wrong already. (laughs) No, it sounds stupid. Ready? (laughs) This could get awkward. I think that was perfect. (laughs) All right, so we've talked. We've talked a fair bit about our menstrual cycles on this yeah, I think so. podcast. Um, and if you've heard any of our stories beforehand, then you would know that I have not a very nice period. Um, I didn't really occur to me until recently that mine might be, comparatively speaking, pretty bad. I don't know. It's a fucking spectrum, right? And they're not all the same anyways to y- yourself. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. So I have tendonitis in my knees, and so what causes pain in them is when they're inflamed. So leading up to and during my period, my knees will hurt a lot because they're retaining more water, so they're more inflamed, and so they hurt more. So my knees will hurt. I get really bad lower back pains, cramps, bloating, headaches, really bad heartburn, sore boobies, all of it. Mm -hmm. I get all of it. Um, And it usually, all of that will usually last for two or three days. And it's very annoying, but you just, I just suck it up. I take Tums, I take Tylenol. Spencer's very good about giving me massages anytime I ask for, but especially when I'm like, my whole body hurts because of my period. He'll give me massages. So I'm still on the tail end of it right now, but I am having one of the worst periods I think I've ever had. Really? Yeah. So what has made this one significantly worse than the others? So all of those different types of pain and places that I feel pain happened, but it was more intense than I can remember feeling any other time. It was so bad. Just sitting, laying down, like everything was so freaking uncomfortable. My entire body was in so much pain and I couldn't seem to do anything about it. I was taking Tylenol and Tums and whatever. I took a bath. Spencer was massaging me, but my whole body just hurt so bad. Mm. And then I went to bed that night and I woke up at around four in the morning and immediately knew I needed to get to the bathroom as quickly as possible and clench as much as possible on my way there. What? It just felt it felt like I could tell there I could tell I was leaking and I wasn't sure like how much, but I, I knew there was lots of blood flow happening. So I think you should probably also reference that what you use as opposed to Sure. <clears throat> so I ha- I use a Diva cup. And so it's just the silicone cup you insert into your vagina and it catches all of your blood. And it holds quite a bit. But on my really heavy days, I still have to, you're supposed to be able to kind of leave it for 12 hours. But I ha- end up having on my heavy day, uh, changing it a few times the day during the day because it, it fills up and spills. And uh, it's really strange that that happened to you at night because in my experience um I find that when you're horizontal, yeah, it doesn't really like nothing really comes out all that much. So, in a way that kind of did help my situation. So, I just I could tell I was leaking. And so I just like threw the covers off of me, got up as quickly as possible and like tried to like hustle to the bathroom. I tripped over scotch. <laughs> I was like, sorry. And I like ran to the bathroom and I sit on the toilet. There's blood 
everywhere. My thighs, <gasps> my my thighs are just covered in blood and it's now dripping down my legs, literally like dripping off my ankles. There's like blood on the floor. What? There's, yeah. And then because I'm like, what's going on? There's blood on my hands. There's blood everywhere. It looks like I have murdered somebody. Oh my God. There is blood. Yeah, there was so much, so much blood. I take my diva cup out and it's full obviously it was like full because it was spilling emptied it i pee i'm trying to like clean myself up as much as i can i eventually i just i have to make several trips to get more paper towels so i just keep wetting paper towels and washing my legs then i have to wash the toilet and the floor the squatty potty and then i go i backtrack so i clean myself up i make sure i'm not dripping anymore I clean the diva cup, put it back in, and then I backtrack to the bed where I sprinted from to clean the blood that I dropped on the white carpet on my journey. (laughs) So turn on the light so I can see and I get my spray bottle of cleaner and I'm like cleaning the floor and dabbing it and the garbage is full of bloody (laughs) paper towels and Spencer's like, why are the lights on? (laughs) I'm so sorry, sweetie, but you have no idea what I'm dealing with right now. I just murdered someone. (laughs) I'm essentially cleaning up a crime scene. Yeah. And then I cleaned everything up and put myself back to bed. So was there a mess in your bed on your sheet? So that's what I that's what I figured. There's going to be a puddle of blood on the bed. Yeah. Um but there wasn't. There huh. was literally the tiniest amount. Um which was astonishing to me considering what what happened when I stood up. <laughs> yeah, that's probably um, just the moment you stood up, gravity took hold. Yeah, and- totally. So that being horizontal, like you mentioned, it does help. Yeah. But I was just, so I, I, the next day I was kind of, I was like, I'm sorry, like the lights were on. I was like, do you want to know what happened? And he was like, did you, because obviously he knew I was having a heavy period day. So he was like, I just assumed you needed to, you were bleeding everywhere. And I was like, yep. He's like, did you bleed on our dog? And I was like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) It seemed, it seemed, um, the amount and the intensity of the pain I had the day before seemed to kind of correlate to the like ocean of blood my body rolled out so jeez yeah it was a monster fucking period so would you not normally wear underwear with (laughs) a liner or something to catch any extra overflow with a for sure every every day every night i have panties i have a panty liner um and then my diva cup and what's funny about that night is i didn't do those things (laughs) Um, and Spencer noted that. So as he, as I was going to bed and he was being very sweet and we have like Japanese mint oil that's very nice and soothing for massages and stuff. And so he was rubbing my back, my legs, my my whole body really, because I was in so much pain. And, um, he was like, shouldn't you be wearing underwear because you're having like so much pain and blood? And I was like, eh. Oh, like I always double up on protection and I'm all, I take care of my shit. So I chose a very strange time to throw caution to the wind. Yeah. And I sure paid for it. It could have definitely prevented a lot of that mess Mm -hmm. I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. 
And the other thing is, is <laughs> I wish I had taken a picture <laughs> or something because I just remember looking down at my body and just how much the sheer amount of blood that was covering me and falling onto the floor. It sounds it was insane. That's freaky. But when would you would you normally make sure your diva cap is cleaned out the moment before you go to bed? I I did, and you and had I done do. that. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I, it was an insane amount of blood this time. I have no idea why, but yeah. I wow. usually have a lot, but this was this was intense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know that you know, but on the contrary, I have next to none. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I have experienced bad periods before, and I think it's because I'm on the pill that I don't anymore. Yeah. I know the hormones that go along with it completely change it because it was – in college when I can remember having just an an excruciating experience and my flow used to be heavier and all of that and going on the pill completely changed that for me. I mean, I used to, leading up to my period for a week, my boobs would be so uncomfortable and sore Mm -hmm. and tender and I used to get mad cramps and Mm -hmm. yeah, and it would last quite a lot longer than it does now. And I'm not saying that the pill is good for that. Obviously, it's it really is, changing my body, though. It, it does. But like, because in, in telling far, far more people than I needed to about this monster period, um, <laughs> a few, several of them said, you know, try the pill or I only get my period every three months or once a year or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does seem to help people for sure. Yeah. Um, but it made me, I tried so many different, it's been it's been a long time, but I tried so many different pills and the hormones, they either made me incredibly emotional or gained weight or there was one that made me puke every day like clockwork. And there was just so many things and it got to a point where I just wanted to, instead of dealing with these additional things that were being added to me and causing different symptoms and stuff, I just wanted to deal with what came naturally to me. So I don't, I have an, a non-hormonal IUD as my form of birth control. And then I just don't fuck around with my yeah. hormones at all. And I guess the price that I pay for that is that I get my period every 28 days or so. <laughs> and it's fucking brutal for probably three days. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, because my worst experience, I was in college and God bless my my roommates who are amazing because I was literally dying on our bathroom floor. I've I think never, you've told this one before. Yeah, I've yeah. never been so uncomfortable in my life and they were researching and doing anything they could possible. And I think it was shortly after that that I went on the pill for the first time. And um, I don't think I've experienced anything like that before. But I know that like women in my family, my mom and sister, um, have heavy periods and Mm -hmm. a lot of pain or associated with it to the point that my mom has said uh giving birth is just like a bad period oh shit (laughs) so well there was so there you go you've experienced how terrible childbirth could be the day the day leading up to this crime scene night my pain was so intense that at i had and i was at work and my pain was so intense that throughout the day like it came in in was coming in waves and there were a couple of times where I literally had to like clench my fists and just like breathe through it and I was like fuck (laughs) these are like cramps that women experience going into labor yeah and getting the IUD inserted um I don't believe it's the same scale but it is the same sensation I've heard of 
of what some of those labor pains feel like. Really? Um, well, yeah, because it's your cervix being opened or manipulated or whatever. Is it similar so to it, getting a pap, though, too, then, or no? Oh, God, no. Pap, oh. they don't go through your cervix. It goes right through your cervix. What? When you get a pap, it doesn't go through your cervix. No, you but just, when you get an IUD, don't they just insert it into the same place that they have to go in for the pap but it goes through your cervix into your uterus it so doesn't it go like where a through. tampon goes it goes past all of that really it goes into your uterus well i don't understand anatomy but oh, honey. I, <laughs> I didn't know that it like had to go through something yeah so you have your vagina like where your tampon hangs out yeah and you go further, and that's where your cervix is, and that's where they swab during the pap. You actually have to go through the cervix. The IUD goes through your cervix and hangs out in your uterus for the next five. And there's or no whatever, natural many years. hole there already for it to go in. It, it is. It it's like a very tight sphincter situation i think like it's okay. that type of circular muscle that's super tight, and it's not supposed to open except for when you have the baby and the baby comes through out of your uterus through your cervix. Yeah, when and that's why that's what they're referencing when they say you're dilated x yeah. amount of Yeah. Okay. Huh. Yeah. And it's a very sharp sharp weird crampy sensation and it kind of have you ever had eaten something that maybe made your intestines it kind of I've had this pain before where if I really have to fart really bad, it kind of is almost the same kind of, kind of pain. Painful farting? I don't know. Maybe anyone with lactose intolerance can relate to that. I'm not sure. <laughs> I regularly get stabbing pains in my, um, not necessarily my stomach, but I feel like in my pelvis area. Oh. And I feel like maybe that's what you might be. It's like a terrible, it feels like there's a knife in my pelvis and I get the <laughs> I don't know. I've just always had them. Um, and I don't know what causes them, but as long as I lay down, the pain will eventually go away. What? That's weird. I've been told multiple times by multiple people that I should get it checked out, but I don't even know how you explain that to a doctor. I wonder if it. I wonder if it's when you're ovulating, because some women say they can feel that and that it hurts. Hmm. I don't know. This has been Sex Ed with Sam and Janelle. <laughs> What do you want to talk about next? Strainer hands. Strainer hands? Oh yeah. my gosh. Okay. I have been dying to know what this is for a couple it's of a weeks now. It's a quick story. Okay. It's a quick story and I feel like I've built it up to you too much. This is completely, completely different topic, completely unrelated to periods and menstruation and the sexual education you just had with Janelle and I. But I just remembered this a little while ago and thought it was so fucking funny and weird that I wanted to share it. So back in the day when I was in university and I lived in a place with I think four other people and one of them was this dude who um, was kind of socially awkward. He was a very nice guy. He kept to himself. He didn't hang out with us too much but he was a super nice guy. But very socially awkward, and he just seemed to be uncomfortable a lot of the time if he was being social or engaging with people. And there was one time where I was making pasta, and I had boiled noodles, and there were a bunch of dishes in the sink, so I couldn't just put the strainer down in the sink and then, you know, pour the the pasta through the strainer while the strainer was sitting in the sink, because there mm -hmm. were too many dishes, because my roommates were fucking gross. 
So, and he was like hopping around. So he offered to help. And I was like, okay, cool. Can you hold the strainer? Thinking that he would hold the strainer by the handles. Oh my gosh, no. He put his hands and I didn't notice until it was too late. He was holding the strainer with his hands around the bottom. around yeah around the sides where the (gasps) boiling water pours out so he's holding the strainer like that and i start pouring boiling hot water into it and he makes this like uh sound but he doesn't say anything and then i'm basically done when i realize that he's holding he's holding the strainer i was like oh my god and he was like it's okay just just finish basically and i'm like so i finished like boiling pouring the boiling water and passed it into the strainer and then he put it down on the counter and just didn't really say anything and like casually walked away are you fucking kidding me no and it's one of the weirdest interactions i've ever had have you ever had some sort of burn from really anything like hot (laughs) boiling water Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. did you ever see his hands afterwards they for sure would have blistered and scarred and scabbed like that would have been so unbearably I cannot even imagine. And I remember the look on his face was one of terror and concentration. But why he wouldn't just be like, oh, A, why wouldn't he fucking grab the strainer from its freaking handles? Yeah. B, when he realizes how much of an idiot he is, say something. Hey, you're pouring scalding hot boiling water on my bare hands. Could you pause for a second so I can readjust? So weird. That's enough pain to or dropped it. Like cause somebody kudos, to drop it. Yeah, I would yeah, drop kudos it. Kudos to him for <laughs> he really he really owned that situation by not fucking dropping it. That's impressive. He is insane. That's that's psychotic behavior. Yeah, he's a crazy person. <laughs> Did you ever see him after that? Yes, we lived together. But oh, I so feel you, like you never. He never had to go get burn treatment. I don't. I don't remember, but he didn't really talk to us very much or come out of his room very much. So who knows? Maybe he went into his room, cried, wrapped his hands and just like lived there for a while. I have no idea. Because I don't think I've shared this story before, but I have actually, I think we have the exact same burn mark on our leg, don't we? Uh, From a motorcycle? Yeah. Yeah. I forgot we were twinsies for that. I can't really see my scar anymore too much. I know mine is mostly gone as well. I don't think we've I shared really these of, stories before. I wanted mine to last. Yeah, it was a it was a good scar reminder. Really, really mine was almost mark. a perfect rectangle on my oh. kind of like lower calf, I guess. Yeah, mine was kidney shaped. Okay, you tell your story and then I'll tell mine. Okay. So my sister's boyfriend, now husband, had a motorcycle, and I can remember he came over with it and basically just gave everyone a ride on the motorcycle. And I honestly don't know how old I was at this time. I was probably around the ages of eight or 10, I'm thinking. And so I'd gone on this motorcycle ride. They made sure to tell me to put jeans on, probably, I don't, unless you own leather chaps that's the best option for somebody who doesn't isn't fully clothed to be on a motorcycle so I wore jeans and we went out for a short little ride and we came back and as I was getting off the motorcycle I stepped off and grazed the muffler of the motorcycle and Mm. immediately it fucking hurt (laughs) um and i told no one and just went right in the house 
and I went straight up to the kid's bathroom. I pulled up my pant leg. It didn't burn the jeans or anything. There was literally no evidence on the jeans that I was wearing, but pulled up my pants to see this flaming red hot skin that was... in uh, a rectangle it was almost a perfect rectangle on my leg and I immediately started putting cold water on it and for whatever reason I didn't tell anyone I was embarrassed and I thought either someone was going to be mad at me because I got off the motorcycle wrong or did something stupid or that I was going to get made fun of or something I have no idea why I would have felt that way because that's not my family (laughs) but I did and so I didn't tell anyone and for the longest time this is the summer I was wearing socks tall enough to cover them so these socks are going up halfway up my leg I think I was around eight or ten years old oh you were little yeah and so eventually I think my mom noticed and it was blistering and skin was peeling off and it was really yeah. disgusting. And she is like, what the hell happened, Janelle? And I told her the story and she said, you know, you should have told me right away. I got to yeah. take you to the doctor. We go to the doctor and this might have been, I don't know if it was a couple of days or about a week after it had happened. And uh, the doctor just said, well, this is a third degree burn. You should have come in right away because you haven't. You're definitely going to have scarring on it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, here's a burn cream that's going to make your life so much easier. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so, yeah, I had burn cream and just wrapped it in gauze after that. And I definitely thought it was something that was literally never going to go away. But in the last five to 10 years, it's really significantly faded because I think the way it scarred was a lighter shade of skin oh interesting yeah a little more pale than anything else but I can barely even notice it and I remember when we both found out that we have literally like the exact same scar (laughs) from the same thing it was so funny yeah so what happened for you? Uh, mine was more recent. I think it was probably about six years ago. And my cousin, my younger cousin, uh, had just gotten. Uh, it wasn't even. It wasn't even like a motorbike. Like it wasn't a big motorcycle. It was a motorcycle, but it wasn't big. Yeah, big chopper. Like, yeah, yeah. It was kind of like a little guy, and so he was excited about it. Obviously, an experience, and I probably shouldn't have gone with him. Not that what happened was his fault, but. I was wearing a dress. That's my bad. <laughs> Not smart. That's my bad. Not smart attire for motorcycles. And I remember as I was leaving, my mom was like, Sam, like, put some pants on. And I was like, it'll be fine. And um, I can't remember at what point in the ride it happened. I think it was kind of halfway through. And then I was like, we need to go home because this is bad. But yeah, same thing. I just, I kind of, you know, my leg made contact with the exhaust pipe, which is fucking hot as shit. All it takes is a millisecond. Um, Yeah. And it just, it super, super fucking burned me. And I didn't know how bad it was or whatever until I went home and my parents were horrified and we went uh, right away to the pharmacy. And it was a super bad, it was a super bad burn. Uh, Blisters in the works. And, but I just got, you know, some polysporin or whatever type of cream the pharmacist said to get. And wrapped it and just kind of treated it. Then I, this was also right around the time that I started dating Spencer and his dad had a pool and a hot tub in his backyard. And I was told to stay out of water, especially pools and hot tubs. (laughs) 
and uh, I did listen, not. Sounds like I did it. not listen to that. <laughs> so I definitely did not help the healing process there, and it was very gross. It was very, very, very fucking gross. <sighs> um, blisters, and it took a while to heal, and I had a scar for quite a long time, but I can't even find it anymore. So that's annoying because it was nice, but I did. I do have a picture of the burn post. At one point, the blisters popped and peeled off. And so it's <gasps> post that. So it's just really red and raw. I'll put it on Twitter. Great. Yeah. Yummy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so lessons learned. And then my, my uncle, who rides a motorcycle and is, you know, more experienced, couldn't believe that anyone let my cousin ride with someone on his bike so quickly um because he obviously had no idea what he was doing and he was like there's no way i would have let you on my bike if you weren't wearing pants and blah 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 blah. so lessons learned all around (laughs) (laughs) sounds like it and honestly though after hearing that that sounds like it could have been much worse yeah say for example an accident or the bike to be over or whatever so yeah i'm glad that didn't happen yeah me Mm -hmm. me fucking too <laughs> Idiot. Would you get back on another motorcycle or have you? Oh yeah, I You're have. You're not yeah. too. Yeah. No, I've got I've, I've gone out with my uncle since then and mm-hmm. it's a world of difference with someone who <laughs> has a substantial bike and knows what they're doing. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap it up. What do we want to ask? Have you ever had a crime scene period? <laughs> Please <laughs> photograph it and send it our way. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Yeah, that's a cool question. What are explain some of the worst periods you've ever had i think mm-hmm. all women suffer it from it women actually don't go to work sometimes and for yeah. anyone who thinks that's a cop out of an excuse to not go to you work you fucking deal with it then yeah you don't know how bad it can and it's and be. and there are even some women who don't fully grasp it because they they haven't had the pleasure of experiencing <laughs> the torture Very that true. it can be yeah i've taken a day off i don't I don't usually, but there I have definitely taken a day off because mm-hmm. of my period before yeah. where it's just so fucking brutal. You just, yeah, because it's like being upright and pleasant and you just don't want to, even yeah. laying down doesn't help. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Ugh. So share those stories with us. <laughs> share your misery <laughs> yeah let's commiserate you can connect with us on twitter at tcga podcast or you can email us this could get awkward podcast at gmail.com or on our facebook page this could get awkward chat with you next week see ya